stop looking at porn and win back your freedom for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man you are and making life so good that porn becomes irrelevant. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach, and I've been coaching guys on this for many years now and have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that. I'm using this podcast to share what I've learned and what I continue to learn on the way with real client examples from the hands-on work I do with clients day in and day out. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn now. Hey guys, welcome to the How to Stop Looking at Porn and Win Back Your Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Danny Pullman. And my question for you is, when do you typically find yourself viewing porn? And if your answer is something like, well, it's during those times when I finally have a chance to get to do whatever I want. Uh, So if it's something like that, let's just examine this for a bit today. And I'm going to actually walk you through a real client example, because this topic comes up with almost everybody, almost every client I work with. It's a very common one. Okay. So uh, first, real quick, I did want to share the awesome results of Michael, who is over halfway through his one-on-one coaching agreement with us uh, through the Chainbreaker Coaching Program at Danny Pullman Coaching. And one of my favorite parts about this is he has been working with my amazing team member coach, Justin Matthews, who originally was my client years ago. And then last year I trained him as a, well, yeah, a little bit before. I trained him as a coach myself over a year ago. And and then he's been helping clients through our program. He he works on the team uh, over this last year, and he's just doing a remarkable job. Uh, so I love that this client's experience came through working with Justin, and I'm excited to share it with you. And you can work with Justin too, by the way. Justin has a couple openings right now for one-on-one clients. Uh, but here's what Michael shares about the results that he has created. And thank you so much for sharing, Michael. Um, I appreciate it. So... Uh, biggest challenge prior to the program, he said, prior to starting this program, I had the perception that pornography was this great force that controlled me. I felt powerless to it. I believed that I was enslaved to it and always would be. What was different about this coaching experience? He said, this coaching experience gets to the root of the problem. I am no longer treating the symptoms. I'm now curing the sickness. It has allowed me to be able to have open dialogue without any sense of judgment. Pornography is all around us, but yet we don't like to talk about it. Being able to hear from someone who has battled the same fight I am facing has been a blessing. Uh, Take us a moment when you realize this process was actually working to solve your problem. He says, I think it was more of a cumulative revelation versus an aha moment for me. I began to become more and more aware of a desire to engage at home. My procrastination virtually dissolved. My business profits increased fairly significantly. And I began to envision my future. By the way, I heard through the channels that his business profits increased like at least three times as much as he invested in coaching, which is something that happens all the time with people like investing in managing your mind in these ways can turn into actual increase of money and profits in your pocket, in your life. Not joking. That's a real thing. So I just wanted to highlight that for a second because that happens a lot. All right. Um, And it more than paid for what he invested to the coaching, right? That's important. Okay. So then continue. But I do remember a time where I was just driving down the road 
and thinking about who I was a short few months ago to who I see myself as now, in that moment, I experienced an overwhelming sense of joy. And the feeling of joy was far greater than any feeling pornography and masturbation ever gave me. All right. Uh, what changed after going through this process? I chose one-on-one -on -one coaching for a specific reason. I am extremely introverted. I would rather avoid someone I know than engage in conversation. Working with you helped me break down, working with Justin, helped me break down a lot of resistance that I have held for many years. I don't believe that I would have made as significant of gains in my life if I had not allowed myself to become vulnerable. I now am able to wake up and pursue, pursue life's obstacles. I no longer feel as if I have to run from them. I realized that porn has been nothing more than a buffer in my life. I used it as a drug to self-medicate the symptoms of uncomfortable feelings I had harbored for years. This program allowed us as a team to identify a lot of underlying hurts, pains, disappointments that led that had led me to pornography. I am now at a point where my problems are being solved. I have the power to make my life look like what I envision it to be. I don't feel like a victim or slave any longer. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> um all right. And then let's go down here. He says, I've practiced with the tools and principles, like doing some writing exercises. He practiced three or four days a week. Um, but then later he says, side note, uh, I use the tools three or four times a week as in writing, but I use them daily in my head. So he, he does like to refer to these daily in his head, at least. And uh, what are the three most useful things you learned from this porn is largely consumed as a buffer. My thoughts lead me to act a certain way and I have the option to think however I want to achieve whatever I desire. I am not alone. <laughs> you are not alone, Michael. And man, that is so awesome. Um, you I just remember when I first met him compared to where he's at now, it's incredible what he's doing and he, yeah, he's just doing it. He decided he got uncomfortable. He got vulnerable, even though he was uncomfortable, you know, talking with people as an introvert, which I can relate to a lot. Um, and yeah, there he goes. Okay. So thank you, Michael. Back to what we're talking about in the episode today with my client, real client example, right? So we're talking about how, uh, yeah, when do you typically find yourself viewing porn during those times when I have a chance to do whatever I want? Okay. So with him, one of his classes at the end of the day, canceled okay one of his teachers canceled the last thing of the day so as my client said it he's like i've got a couple hours now i had a couple hours to do whatever i want and part of him was thinking i've got to take advantage of this right so he did end up going and viewing porn and um and we just started working together and so now there uh i want you to know there are lots of different things that you can learn from these types of experiences, right? Where you, you have a plan to not look at porn, but then you go look at porn. Like you can always learn from that. So it's kind of good that those experiences keep happening so that you can keep soaking out all the lessons there are until your brain is really, truly transformed, rewired in the way that you want. So, um, and there are certain skills you can focus on, but in this particular case, we decided to invest, investigate a particular thought pattern just for a bit. So I asked him, how do you know if you are doing what you want to or not, right? Because he had this idea like, oh, I got a couple hours. I had a couple hours to do whatever I want. So does that mean that he couldn't do whatever he wanted the rest of the day, right? Like, how do you know if you're doing what you want to or not? So he started answering with a few different ideas. And, you know, we just kept asking, like, is it just when you're not in school? 
that you get to do what you want? Is it only when you're alone, no wife or kids around, and it's not school or work time? Is school work time never a time when you're doing what you want to do? Uh, it's usually not never for most people, right? And I could kind of see his brain working on this while we were asking these questions. So then what it came down to, he's like, well, I, how do I know if I get to do what I want to or in the moment or not? It, it kind of comes down to a feeling, like how I'm feeling. Okay, so then we asked, what's the feeling, right? What feeling is there when you're not doing what you want to do? He said it's like a shallow, empty, without connection, condensed, tightness, constraint, instead of expansive. And that last part really resonated with like tightness and constraint instead of expansive. And so the new idea that I offered him was what if you actually do always get to do what you want to do, right? It's, it's a little different for kids. And I think a lot of us kind of, you know, this thought pattern, we hold onto it like past childhood and forgot to, we never consciously graduated from it because <laughs> as kids, you really don't get to make all your decisions all the time for yourself. But as an adult human, you do. And so what if you actually do always get to do what you want to do? And I know this can be an annoying question, right? Like but something that I just don't want to do, Danny. But if you want to access more power to quit your porn habit, then listen up. So if thoughts create feelings, which they do, then it's not actually the things you are doing that determine how you feel as much as what thoughts you're thinking while doing those things that are creating those feelings that he described, right? So what are those thoughts for my client? He said, there's this thing I have to do. I have to do these things. I'm not the one who structured this, this program, this moment, this class, whatever it is, right? Uh, it's years to go before I really get to do what I want to do is something that he said, right? And that's what helped me pick up on this. Like, wait, 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 let's, <laughs> let's look and see what's going on there. And he wanted to, so we did. And these are stories, right? That he's learned to think and he's practiced thinking. And a lot of us think these, and basically most of the day he ends up, ex he's been experiencing it as not doing what he wants to do. Because he's having these thoughts of have to. You notice that have to theme in there? So then when there are moments when he believes he does get to do what he wants to do, and he feels that different feeling of getting to do what he wants to do instead of the tightness, right? Uh, we, an analogy that we used was it's kind of like being in the Navy. And you, you only have a few days at port when the ship parks at port. And I don't know if they call it parking. So you got to take advantage while you're there, right? Like you're there for three days, all those things. You only get access for three days. And then you have a, these long stretches. The majority of your time is at sea where you don't get to be at port. And so when you're at port, you got to take advantage, right? Um, and and so this pattern is kind of what he's doing with, uh, with these thought patterns again, right? It, and it was part of him viewing porn because... He was experiencing life as though he wasn't getting to do what he wanted to do most of the time, except for those few and far between times, which were scarce. And so the first thing is, what if he stops telling himself, I have to, or using the word should, or must, or need to, right? These are key ones. Like before going to school, 
What if he said, if I get to choose whether I go or not, and yes, there are consequences with the different choices, but still I get to choose, then what do I choose for me in this moment, this time, today, right? Then, while at school, with this tweak and this little decision before going, he can transform his experience while being there. It, it can really change things, guys, trust me. And suddenly, the amount of time that you get to do what you want to do in your life expands, like the, the way you experience it, right? Because I think the truth might be that you do always get to do what you want to do as an adult human. You just don't experience it that way, right? So when you tweak your mindset in this way, then you get to experience more of the time getting to do what you want to do and like feeling that. So maybe you even start realizing that you always do get to do what you want to do, right? The more that you practice this. And that is still an ongoing practice for me. But uh, it always helps me when I do. Then there's, there's less of that I got to take advantage of this time where I get to do what I want to do, right? It was, you take away that scarcity because all the moments are you getting to do what you want to do. They become more abundant, right? And what you choose to do. For him, he liked how this felt and it, he was really interested in trying out this new pattern. Because, you know, if the main thing that determined whether he was doing what he wanted to do or not was really a feeling, like we started experiencing some new feelings about some of these things just in our session by playing around with this and shifting his thoughts and ways that shifted ways to help. And then he was really wanting to go practice it more and more and it felt more expansive to him rather than the tight constraint feelings and voila, right? So, all right. Next, maybe you can re relate to this too. Do you ever tell yourself, I can't look at porn in X, Y, or Z situations, but I can right now in this situation, I won't be able to later, so I better do it now while I have a chance because there won't be that much opportunity later, right? Um, or maybe, I did a long 12-mile uh, race yesterday and my longest still recovering, so I'm coughing a bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so maybe you're in street counting mode and you tell yourself, you're going to do another streak, right? So so when you're about to start a new streak in the streak counting mode, there's not going to be much porn for a while, right? So then it's like, well, let's just, let's just do it one more time now before the streak starts, right? Have you ever done that? Uh, it's a common thing for so many guys. And then it's like, because I, I won't be able to later, right? Or for a while, or maybe ever again. Maybe you're trying to start a never again cold turkey quitting and that creates, like, if you tell yourself you can't and you have to stick to this, then you might feel more constrained and restrictive and and it might not feel like you're getting to do what you want to do, even though you did decide to do it, right? So we create this scarcity again where, like, with human brains, when we create scarcity or when when we perceive that there's scarcity, it typically creates this added level of desire for the thing that is scarce. And the desire is usually like right now. Got to have it now with urgency. So if we want to learn to reduce your desire for porn so you don't have to continually rely on willpower battling, then a different way of thinking can make a huge difference and go a long way. So my client was 
definitely utilizing these patterns of scarcity as well. And I recognize them because I used to too. And most of my clients do too. So, um, so here's a new story. What if <laughs> you always can look at porn? You can whenever you want. You can at school in front of people if you choose. Not the best idea, right? But you can. You could even leave for a bathroom stall while at work and go be some porn there. I know some people do that. You could on your work computer. You might get fired, but you could. There are consequences. You, you still could. Uh, you, you can around your wife and kids, which would, you know, bring up some serious issues. And maybe you shouldn't actually be taking care of kids if you're going to be <laughs> doing that in front of them. But um. But you can't. You can. It's actually an option for you. You can. Uh, you and I use the word should there. I realize, but you can. It is an option. There are consequences. You can be born when you're alone, right? You can when you do have work in school, and when you don't have work in school, you can in the morning, and you can at night. You can. This is sounding like a Dr. Seuss book or something. <laughs> you can now. You can there. You can here. You can everywhere. You could before. You can later, <laughs> uh, Dr. Seuss. So I never read his book about putting a porn habit yet. Is there one? Let me know if there is, because I want to read it if there is. Or maybe I need to go write it, write one that's Dr. Seuss inspired. All right, so you can view as much porn as you want whenever you want. So in those moments when it feels like now's my chance, I've got to take advantage while I can, I want you to call BS on that. Because really, it is BS. Like, you are going to have so many opportunities to look at porn later if you want. Okay? You're going to have access. There will be plenty of it. I think there's just going to be more and more from this point out on the internet. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're slowing that down, right? So, <laughs> uh, so call BS on the, this is my chance. I won't get it later. got to take advantage now. And just see how it changes your experience in that moment. Just to say, like... I will be able to view plenty of porn later if I choose to, right? So what do I choose right now if that's the case? Like if there will be plenty of access to porn tomorrow, next week, next month, and beyond, how does that change right now? Uh, does it make this acting on this urge quite so urgent? Or does it make it a bit looser and expansive rather than tight and constrained? And just see how it feels differently. That's the key, right? When you can generate new feelings around these urges and around pornography. Um, that's where so much of your power lies to sustainably let go of this thing called porn for good, if that's your goal, or just to find more control with it. So by the way, too, you can, you can still commit to not view porn and use this new mentality at the same time, okay? So this doesn't ha have to take away from your commitment level. In fact, I have found that it helps create uh, stronger, more lasting, sustainable, authentic commitment um, when we can utilize it, right? Like, like maybe you have a commitment, but that is still a choice every moment of the way, even though you have this commitment you made. It was a choice when you made it, and it's a choice now and every moment on the way whether you keep that commitment or not. And sometimes it helps to just kind of decide and rely on that decision ahead of time Instead of re-deciding every second, so that can drive crazy. Like that's one of the powers, powers that comes from commitment. But if we turn it into a, oh, I committed, so I have to, and I can't look at one because I committed, 
that's where that can become less sustainable uh, for a lot of people. So what if when you're having those moments of questioning your commitment anyway, I can go off my commitment right now if I choose to, but what do I prefer? If I have plenty of access to porn later, and it doesn't have to be a rush right now, do I choose to stick with my fire side of commitment or not? Right? It's an abundance mentality with your access to porn instead of scarcity. And it can really change the game, guys. It takes some practice, but I invite you to try it out. And remember, get into the new feelings. If you get into new feelings, then that shows that you're really getting into some new thinking patterns. So play around long enough with it and gently and seriously enough, not forceful with your brain, uh, to generate some new feelings around these moments and these urges and porn and these key moments for you. And um, and it can really change the game, like I said. So even if it just helps you view less porn, making this week like that much more easily and that much less of the time i mean that's the name of the game okay we, we keep finding new ways of thinking one thing at a time and we build on it we add to it we practice it and if you keep discovering and adding layers then suddenly you're doing life without porn with ease and complete freedom and it's really just a matter of time if you just keep adding to the layers of your learning around it okay and getting intentional with the way you guide your brain and practice with your brain and your thoughts and your feelings. So what's that one next thing that you are going to practice right now? Is it something from today's episode? If so, how do you plan to practice it? Decide now. That's the invitation. And if it's something else not in this episode, then decide now how you'll practice that today or how you're going to practice it this week. Get those reps in. Build those new brain muscles, change your habits, change your life. And that's what I've got for you guys today. Thanks for joining me. Guys, you have to go check out my new free masterclass, how to be free from pornography for good without willpower, streak counting, or shame and fear tactics. It has better content and more value in it than I've ever offered before in a single free resource. It is full of stuff that you need to make sure you hear if you are feeling stuck with a porn habit. It is like a starting point. That's why I've made it free because guys need to hear this at least once from someone. We cover the three biggest mistakes guys make when trying to quit a porn habit and three steps to start taking today. People tell me all the time how much just these masterclasses changed their lives, made all the difference for them. Check it out now by clicking the link in the show notes or go to dannypullman.com and click the link in the menu for free masterclass. Of course, spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N.